1: I'm Franny Benali. This is
0: Klaus Lundekvam.
1: I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammond here. And you're listening to In That Number.
0: Here is the he's done it! No, Here's the reply! Bury for It's made It's James Beattie! Oh, Belter! <laughs> and they <Blumberg. laughs>
1: and
0: he's got it in as well and Danny has done it again
2: Thanks for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton and Ray Hunt Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at number Podcasts on Twitter, in that number podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to in that at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes.
1: Let's go. In that Welcome to another episode of In That Number. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. This is Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Hello. This is episode 141. What title are we going with this time, Mish? Um, we're going with the X Files. A title that we had planned a long time ago because we were expecting
2: to see some X players. But X's, they're yeah. Out, <laughs> they're
0: out,
2: they're out there somewhere. <laughs>
1: I like just
2: a, just out. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a week of X's, and that's what it was planned. Vestergaard, Bertrand, and um, Adam Lalana, but none of them actually played, but. I mean, I love the X-Files so much, I wanted to use it anyway, so I don't care. Um, Support for In That Number is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They've just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lomar 4.0. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And don't forget, with Christmas just around the corner, Um, It's a great time to make a purchase. For all our listeners, we have a special exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code ITN20 at manscaped.com. Okay, then, Kevin, today we have to go over both games from the week. Wednesday night's points against Leicester City and Saturday's points lost uh, against Brighton. We also have the results of our goal and player of the month for November, and we bring in Tim to cheer us up and prepare us for our trip to the capital, where we face Arsenal at the Emirates. Kevin, uh, two points, one deserved, uh, and one that we're happy with, I guess, and the other not so much.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's tough to take, really, isn't it? I think we said the target was four points, and coming off the back of that, Leicester draw that we kind of just scraped through, despite, again, being ahead twice and uh, throwing it away. It felt more of a victory than uh, yesterday's result, which was uh, a little more difficult to take.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the Leicester one, we weren't really expecting. Man. I mean, you're a bit your arm off for a point against Leicester. With um, a Trossard's arm off for a, <laughs> <laughs> a point against Brighton as well. Yeah. Um, but no, well, I mean, before the game, I mean... We we a point was probably what I well I mean it is it's what we all predicted. Well, actually, you didn't, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. the the circumstances of the game we should have won the game. We should have won the game. We should have should have seen the game out. Uh, lots of, of discussions on that, and you know where the you know where we would point the, the blame at, but more of that in a bit. But before we get into it, Kevin, how are you? Um, how's how's it going this week?
2: Yeah, fine. You know, the usual. N- no news is uh, good news, I suppose. Uh, nice covering of snow outside. Winter's definitely here in Moscow.
1: Winter is coming. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Mm. How about you? Uh, I've been off this week. I've been off of, um, off of work. Uh, just the calm before the storm, if you will, because, you know, festive season is upon us and I'm just going to be non-stop now to the new year. So, uh, yeah, I had a nice week off and Two games to, to to go over and stuff. So yeah, it was um, it was pleasant hmm. what uh, news. But before we get into the news, buy me a coffee. Uh, if you appreciate what we do, uh, and and you like us, <laughs> and you feel you'd like to buy us a pint, then please head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Or if you like us a lot, then you know our membership is now alive. So just a little nudge in that direction, Kevin. Um, our tiers for biz. Yep, three tiers. We got the Swift half tier
2: at five for a month, uh, g point tier at ten a month, and uh, get around in for twenty a month. And there's lots of uh, tasty little benefits uh, to to tempt you there.
1: Yes. Uh, right now, then, uh, ITN news.
2: This is ITN In That Number News.
1: Okay, then, ITN News. We will start with some news that Ralph is celebrating three years in charge today. I I mean, I say celebrating. He's probably not in a celebrating mood today, given what happened yesterday. But um, he's actually the longest serving manager since Chris Nickel, Kevin. That's a long, long time ago. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I don't think I can remember (laughs) that far back. Yeah, exactly. That's how long ago it was, and we're we're old now. So yeah, do we say congratulations? I suppose we do. Well done, Ralph. Um, still I happy.
2: Do. Still happy you're here. But I'm 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 happy. I know a lot of other fans are but I'm definitely happy that Ralph's here. Uh, but unfortunately, that uh, three year anniversary uh, is quite often publicised in certain media outlets with uh, the statistic of how many points we've lost from winning positions in
1: those three years, which I think is a bit unfair. Always always happens, yeah. Seventy one actually if you're if you if you're wondering. Um Yeah, which is a which is a lot,
2: but you know, Ralph's style of play and uh, the way that we set out to press and attack right from the beginning of the match means that our players quite often um, get tired or just get worked out uh, in the second half and yeah we do lose them, but you know, I think compare the number of winning positions that we've had, the number of goals that we scored in the, in the first half um, or even just you know, a points average, I think um, Ralph looks like a lot better manager than when you focus on the negatives like that and especially I mean,
1: when you're coming off the back of a Mark Hughes appointment and stuff so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know
2: I always think about Ralph I mean, do you think he's more of a glass half full or a glass half empty sort of person um, I don't think it really matters. I, I he think seems to throw away the second half too often.
1: <laughs> Definitely half half full, I would say. But um, I, I think this just comes that he needs a better coaching staff around him. I, I mean, I'm not having a dig at the coaching uh-huh. staff, but maybe Ralph just needs to 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 listen to them a bit, little bit more, and he needs to have that plan B because we've said so many times before that we. I mean, how many times have we started games so well, and like you mentioned just then, the the, the you know the high press, the high octane um that we have to start games, it just you know they they, they seem to tire a second half. I mean, I don't know what he's saying to them at half time. he probably just leaves them, Probably doesn't say anything to him, he just lets them go and, and the other other teams know how, to, know how to how to beat us. we just become so easy in second half situations, but overall for years i'm I'm still happy he's here, and let's face it he's st- we're still Premier League for now, yeah,
2: that's got definitely got to be the primary objective. I would say one other thing, that with a little bit more investment and slightly better players, um, if he had more options to bring on, maybe he'd, he would make uh, some earlier substitutions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if we still had Danny Ings, or if um, Adam Armstrong was was a natural goal scorer that we thought he was going to be, then yeah, then we'd have those goals, and we would you know, see games out from, from when we're 1-0 up to maybe doubling the lead, and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But... Anyway, three years to Ralph. Uh, congratulations. Um, injury news, then. We know that Jan Bednarik picked up an injury on Wednesday night, uh, which kept him out of the Brighton game. It's a calf injury. Um, it will probably keep him out for a couple of weeks. He'll be out for the Arsenal game for sure, which is a problem because, I mean, Alex McCarthy also picked up an injury yesterday, which led Ralph to make that damning comment about his professionalism. Um, you know, he he said he would have replaced him with Harry Lewis had he known the extent of the injury. And he, but Kevin, he completely slammed him, he threw him under the bus, whatever metaphor you want to you want to use. I mean, he must have known some extent because Lianco was taking goal kicks for him. Um, and I mean, I, I will will you know quote Ralph here. He said Alex needs to be more professional there. This is for me not acceptable. Where do you sit on this on this bit of news after the game, Kevin?
2: goodness me I mean it's fucking bizarre isn't it I mean you think I mean I, I do lay something some most of the frame at Macca. if he was injured and you know he wasn't able to perform his he's his goalkeeper then of course he should be putting his hand up and uh saying look I can't play on uh rather than letting outfield players sort of deput- deputize from him in goal that's That's not a way forward at all. But yeah, I think questions have to be asked of of Ralph, how he didn't spot it um, and how he wasn't proactive in using that, that sub that was there. I'm sure that you want any opportunity to slow the game down, um, bring in off your goalkeeper. That's going to
1: definitely slow things down. Yeah. It's just a weird situation all around. More on that in a bit. Uh, But, more news then, Kevin. There's more news on a takeover this week. We've heard uh, Dan Sheldon's come out and said that the two parties that you know are interested were already interested. They you know they already had some time spent looking at the club. Um, well, I just hope it wasn't they weren't looking at it yesterday. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know who these parties are, and I've heard a lot of rumours flying around. Um, yeah, have you got any idea who, who it could be? Mike Ashley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got some cash knocking around, so we're going to be Sports Direct <laughs> FC. I mean, it's it's either that or the, the whole Red Bull Hampshire thing. I'm not uh, having that. Nah, that nah, wouldn't be very good. I mean, I don't know. You don't know how it would work in England because I mean they haven't really they haven't got a team in England and they they won't be able to rebrand the club. I fucking hope not. That's my that's my main concern. Nah, that's not going to happen. I mean the it's, it's not it hasn't happened. I mean once the that M K Don's deal went through, um, I, I think you know that's maybe the one and only time that we're going to see a, a club. Be destroyed like that. And they tried it at Hull City, didn't they, to, to rename them Hull City Tigers. Mm. And the, the pushback was was so hard. I just think it would be, you know, we'll have them as sponsors. And I mean, it's all theoretical, right? Because we don't know if there's any truth in it. But, um, it would be part of the Red Bull setup. We'll get players from Europe through the Red Bull setup. I think it potentially it could be, um, could be quite interesting. Um, I heard somebody else mentioning was it Jack Ma the Alibaba guy you know another Chinese billionaire I mean if it's a choice between them two I don't know I think I'd probably go with the Red Bull one
1: I think I'd keep it as we've got to be honest I do not want that Red Bull I don't want it even as a sponsor uh, the sponsor might be okay well it's better than sports bet. that's all it amounts to amounts to right that it's um, investment into the club mm, sport, Sports Bet St Mary's Stadium yeah or yeah, Red, um, Red Bull St Mary's. I don't know. It's, Red, Red Bull Arena. Yeah, I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm not having it. Kevin, FA Cup third round is uh, the draw is upon us. It's Monday the sixth at 7 p.m. and that's going to be live on ITV4. Hopefully by the time this pod comes out, uh, you'll, you'll well you'll you'll be listening to this before the draw is made because otherwise it's just a pointless bit of news. Um, but we are ball number 37. Um, whether that matters or not, it doesn't, really. Um, and those lot up the road will not be ball number 64 because uh, yes. they got beat by Harrogate. So, well
2: done. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody said, um, oh, yeah, we want ball number 37 against ball number 64. And I said, oh, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, unfinished business with, with Harrogate Town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I knew they were going <laughs> um, Who do you want, Kev? Go on, let's, let's, let's make a... A guess. Go on. Who are we having? Um Harrogate Town. Yeah. Is that, that's what you're going with. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a guess. I'm gonna say Luton Town. Yeah. Yes. I, just, I hope it's a, a lower league team, just so we can um, get some minute, minutes for some of the younger players. And 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 we want to get into the fourth round. Don't forget. We don't want to be uh, upset by a by a Minnows. Um. And player and goal of the month, Kevin, for November. Mm, yes. Okay. So. That the final results
2: are in for our Play of the Month competition. Um, our nominees were Oriel Romeu, Adam Armstrong, Che Adams, and Tino Livramento. And in fourth place with 4%, Adam Armstrong, third place of 17%, Oriel Romeu, and in second place, Tino Livramento with 26%, meaning that Che Adams gets an absolute majority. 53% Perfect. winner of the month. Yeah, and well, well deserved. deserved. Well deserved.
1: Yeah,
2: I agree. Mm. The only choice. Yeah, because I mean the, the, the others have been sort of running hot and cold, but Che Adams is most certainly on fire at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, goal of the month. though we, we only had two in November. Mm. Um, we only had three months. games though, didn't we? So I mean, not so bad. Yeah, one was against Liverpool as well. So, yeah, Adam Armstrong's goal against Villa took it with 74%. And you were there for it, Kevin. Yeah. Saw it, it quite a strike. It was a corker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Adam, Adam's one wasn't bad either. Go on to the loan watch then. Um, I'm not going to bother g- g- taking you through uh, Crew's games um, because Ramsey's still not been involved. So who gives a shit about Crew when he's not playing, right? Um, but right. we do have some good news about Jake Vokins. He's finally back on the field now. Um, we saw that he, he came back and he's been, you know, a bench player, not been included. But no, he's, he's been playing. He played Wednesday nights. He played the full 90 minutes and they drew 0 nil-nil with St. Mirren, uh, a saint, St. <laughs> Mirren. There we go. Uh, and he picked up a booking as well, Kevin. So uh, <laughs> welcome back. Here's a yellow card um, and their game at uh, St. Johnston, another saint. Uh, was postponed on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, played 90 minutes, picked up a book, but it's good for his um his recovery and he's, you know, back in the first team football, which is good. Uh, Dan and Lindeloo's Lincoln, uh, they played in their second round Papa John's trophy game on Tuesday night. Uh, he played the full 90 minutes where they drew nil nil with Carlisle and they lost 4-3 on penalties. Uh, Dan and Lindeloo did not take a penalty. Uh, maybe he was going to take the fifth, I don't know, but uh, he didn't take one, and they lost four <laughs> three. Saturday he played the full ninety minutes again, uh, and they lost one nil at home to Hartlepool. Uh, and Will Ferries Crawley, he's still not present at, the, at Crawley's last two games, so no. Uh, and positions then, Kevin. This 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 mix makes good reading. <laughs> Crewe are bottom of League One. Lincoln are eighteenth in sure. League One. Crawley are nineteenth in League Two. And Ross County, a bottom of the Scottish Premiership. So not good at all for the loans. You're getting, most of them are getting minutes, but they're not doing very well. Well, the team's not doing very well. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a shame that Ferry's not uh, getting some action. The B team then, Kevin, uh, played West Brom last Sunday. Second placed West Brom. And we beat them 3-1 from 1-0 down. Get excited. That's that's fantastic. It is fantastic. They've turned it around so much. Yeah, they've gone from being a laughing stock to playing like Man City. I don't know what it is. It's it's been great. Uh, Goals from Luke Pearce and a brace from Kazima Legby. He's on fire. Bring him up, Ralph. Bring him up. He can score some goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And next up, they play Stoke on Monday, the 6th. That's a 4 pm kick off, and that win over West Brom actually has pushed them up to seventh in the Premier League 2 table. And they are now six points off of second place. Who would have thought that, eh? Wow, they've been buried not long ago. I know, I know. Um, the, the women's side, then, Kevin. Women's FA Cup action against Ilminster Town last week, because if you remember, they were coming off the back of that loss to Ipswich Town. Played at FA Cup action, a trip to Ilminster Town, which is where, Kevin? Somerset. Uh, It's either Somerset or Warwickshire? I can't remember which one it was. There was one of them that was Somerset. (laughs) I was kind of banking on you getting it that time, but never mind. Um, A nice easy trip for them anyway. A 7-0 away win to progress to the next round. Um, And then up next, they return to National League action against MK Dons. That's Sunday at 2pm right now, actually. Um, And Kevin, whilst we're on the women's side... Um, manager Marianne Spacey Cow was named the National League South Manager of the Month for November. Yeah,
2: congratulations.
1: It's good stuff. Um, right, okay, I think that is it for news, Kevin. Um, do you want to go into Leicester? Um, Ilminster is in Somerset. Well done, Kevin. Sorry. Again, I'm <laughs> fucking up. I'm fucking up for you here. Uh, yeah, you're the man. Uh, anyway, Leicester City. You up for it? Oh, Christ. Dean Hammond here. Thank you for tuning in to In That Number. OK, then. Wednesday night, under the lights, a cold, wet start to the evening. Uh, midweek games haven't really been kind to us in 2021, Kevin. Losing six of seven and conceding 25 goals in the process. Ouch. Um, but 2-2 with Leicester. A fair point, I suppose, would you consider those points dropped or, or lucky to come away with one? Um, yeah, we were lucky to come away with one. You think
2: so? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the, oh, well,
1: I mean, the, the first half performance was great,
2: right? Oh, well, they were, they were brilliant. I mean, the, the, I mean, Leicester weren't really bad, but it was just, um, yeah, it was a fascinating game. It was, it was really exciting. Um, just end to end stuff, and you didn't really know where it was going at all. Um, good that we got a a decent goal in early from unexpected <laughs> unexpected uh, places um, didn't throw it away straight away, but um came out and the the at half time two one up and yeah, I thought it was going to be a much bigger score than um, <laughs> what, what we eventually ended up with
1: no, I agree, but i mean when when you say that it was it was a point well i mean l- Games rather than lost. You think that Leicester had the better of it um, overall? You think Leicester probably should have won the game? Not
2: well, that they should have won the game, but they could have won the game if um, Vardy had <laughs> managed to get that shot off one on one with the keeper. Um, now, out of ten times he's going to put that away because he's Jamie Vardy. Who's managed to scuff that one and um, Macker pulled off a couple of decent saves. I mean, despite him having his critics of late, and even in that game, he was ropey on occasion. Um, yeah, pulled off a, a couple of saves there towards the end to, to keep
1: us in it. He did, and that save against um, Harvey Barnes was world-class. That sure was he. an excellent save. Um, yeah, so it was 2-2. It was Bednarik in the third minute. Johnny Evans grabbed the equaliser on 22. Shea Adams took the lead again for us with, on the 34th minute, and then James Madison just after half-time to level it, and, and that was enough. Uh, Ralph made three changes from that Liverpool loss. I guess that was expected because, I mean, the the, the formation that we went up against um, Liverpool with. Um, so, Lianco, Perro and, and Breyer dropped to the bench, and Kyle Walker-Peters and the two Nathans back in. Janapa uh, was also on the bench for that one, Kev. And, I mean, I spoke to you beforehand when the team sheets were out, and I guess, I mean if I remember what I said to you at the time, I said, I think this is the best 11 that we could possibly hope for. It was back to basics in terms of the formation. Teller mm-hmm. getting some minutes. I mean, after you gave him man of the match performance against Liverpool and just that, you know, the, the, the cameo that he had, I reckon it was probably the best 11 that we could have hoped for.
2: Yeah. Um, I'd say those, we were—it's becoming a bit of a problematic position, wasn't it? Those um, number tens, <laughs> um, and yeah, I think Taylor and Bedmond are the best choice for those. Anything but them is a concession I don't think we need to make. And um, yeah, Adams and Armstrong—a decent forward combination.
1: It's probably um, our number one forward uh, combination, really, isn't it? On paper.
2: Well, I don't know.
1: On paper, I suppose it would be. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's debatable now. Oh, it's definitely debatable now, and I'll go into that in a little bit. But um, I, I suppose I was a little bit surprised that, that Bednarik started because he's been he's been getting his critics lately as well. And Lianco's been – well, he's a fan favourite, isn't he? And he's he's been playing well in patches. He's been having, you know, a bit like Maka, really, just been having those little brain farts. But but still, he, he, I, I expected Lianco to start. Uh, over Bednark, but again, you know, the decision was 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 right because Bednark scored. Yeah, I mean, not just that. I mean, I,
2: I thought that he had a very good match, yeah, bednark, and it would be all too easy to take a dent in the confidence after um, more recent performances and yeah, against Liverpool. But yeah, in in that last match, I thought I thought I thought he was great. He was getting in blocks timely. Um, yeah, he, he had a couple of occasions where he fucked up, but then cleared it up himself. Um, but, I mean, looking back at the goals, uh, yeah, uh, it doesn't maybe reveal Bednarik in his best light. But uh, I mean, despite that, I,
1: I still think he had a great game. Well, wow, I mean, his best light, when he scored... Yeah, right, uh, right a, place, right uh, time. Just scrambled it in, didn't he? From the from a corner, we, we a well worked but... corner actually. Kevin, we don't score from well worked corners, and it was something that we would try against Brighton also. But I mean, it, it certainly worked here. Yeah, we don't do set pieces this season
2: at all. Do we, we, we don't know? defend them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, both the goals came from um, from set pieces, and we seem to have been working something out in in training about uh, taking them short and just stretching their defence that that little bit to um, get the crosses in and be more effective that way. And, yeah, it did did seem to work.
1: Just not yesterday, because they tried it every time then as well. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, yeah, Bednarik's fourth goal for the club, all coming at St Mary's as well. We Mm. know what happens when Bednarik scores. Well, normally, normally we lose when Bednarik scores, but not this time. So At this time. The curses broke, I suppose. It wasn't a win, but it wasn't a loss. Um, Johnny Evans equalised on the 22nd minute, Kevin. And another. well, I was going to say it was scrappy, wasn't it? Indeed, and he had the effort, and it was parried back into the path of Evans, and he couldn't really miss from there. Um, McCarthy to blame for that one, do you think? A little
2: bit. I think that, that parry was a little bit weak. That was awful, um yeah. I mean, yeah, it does, it does get to it. It, was, it wasn't an easy save, but he, he should have. Uh, Made a bit more of it than that.
1: Yeah, it's it unfortunate, but but what again? What I liked from that point, I mean, if we can see the goal quite early on, I know that Saints are going to be right at it again, and they were. We showed a lot of endeavour in this game. From you know, we took the lead, we had one peg back, disappointingly, and you know, then we took the lead again, which was which was great to see because we don't normally score uh, multiple goals at home, do we? It doesn't just does hasn't been happening this season, and it was another corner, wasn't it? Another short routine and. It, you know it worked again, some lovely lovely work from Liveramento and the build up too as well it has to be said to earn that corner and Redmond puts in a delightful cross and Adams with the header um it, that was his third goal in, in five Premier League games at that point and only getting three in his previous fifteen uh, yeah and that's <laughs> that's only the third time all season that we've scored more than one goal in a game wow, multiple orgasms. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that was it, wasn't it? It was a it was a lovely little bit of uh, work from Livermento and from um, from Redmond for that goal. Yeah, and, and, so and of, of course quick, Shea. Yeah, I mean quick quick one too
2: with um, Livermento and Redmond and um, Redmond. I mean he's, he's just he, when he when he's under pressure and he's, he can think quick like that, he just manages to to do the right thing a lot a lot more easily than when he's got the time to overthink it. And it's a bit absolute... like Gineppo, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you just don't want to give Gineppo too much time on the ball, do you? But um, <laughs> it's a, Gineppo's a strange one. Um, he's kind of in and out of the squad, and they cite personal reasons, don't they, for that one? So uh, really, really confused. But, um, yeah, we were talking about uh, Redmond, and
1: it was the absolute beauty of... Uh, a, a floating cross in there. From not here. much was made of that cross, as much, you know, not as much as it possibly should have been, because that was a that was a really good delivery. No, no, it was, I mean when when it happened, I just
2: thought, yes, get in there, Nathan. I mean, wow, I, I didn't think anything would come from it. I thought I thought it was just going to land wide, but Adams, I mean, he has to stretch really far to get his head on that. Um, just the lightest of touches, just to direct it into the net. But wow. Yeah, yeah, really, 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 really clever stuff. And, um, yeah, well done. It's Kyle Walker-Peters who collects the ball and um, gives it to Redmond as well, quick, quick thinking from
1: him. That's right, because there was a bit of a uh, confusion with him and, and James Ward-Prowse who's going to get the ball? I think it was James Ward-Prowse anyway, but um, Kyle Walker-Peters Romeu steps over it. Oh, it? was it Rameu? Sorry, yeah, and he's, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's right. And Kyle Walker-Peters says, no, get out of the way. I'll, I'll, you know, you've got your back to goal. I'm going forwards. Um, and, and a good quick decision from him then like you said yeah um but kevin the question remains still does actually after, even after the, the, the brighton game can we keep the lead no. <laughs> quite simply no no we can't um, well we kept it into the second half at least yeah, you know that, that that's that's something i suppose but uh, the second Leicester goal it came not long after the break 49th minute um, it, i guess you could say it was a well worked goal it was Madison's own work put Liveramento on the deck not unlike um Roger mm-hmm. did to, to Duffy uh committing you know he was committing to Madison and he hit one at Macca's near post good footwork good hit but Macca I yeah he should be saving that he should well, he should have done better with it he should have been on that post and you you don't give up goals like that well, but he it, was on that post not enough on that post clearly because you know <laughs> it, it, I, <laughs> I I don't That's know really I mean good. okay but let's humping it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might have worked. It might have worked, actually. Madison, what the fuck are you doing? But um Madison's picked up the ball deep in his own half and he's allowed the space and he's allowed the time. No challenges, right? I, I don't want to put the blame solely at Macca because it isn't. There's a, there's a lot that could have been done to prevent him from being there. But yeah. I, I just think, you know, he could have done more with the shot as well. And we could have stopped it from happening. And, and and the annoying thing is that Maka was really quiet throughout this game, and all he had to do was pick the ball out of the net a couple of times. That that's what's frustrating because because the goal the, the shots that that went in were you could put the put the blame on him. But I think up up to the point that Leicester equalised, it would have been fair to say that we deserved the two one lead. I think we did at that point. Yeah, I and mean, we did well to take the lead and then retake it after the Evans Evans goal. It, it was ours to lose at that point, I could say. But the point that Madison scored, you could feel it slipping away slightly, and and you know the, the I just think if Macker had been on that post a little bit more, and that would have taken the option away from from Madison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, the, the way he just because I mean we're running, we're pushing
2: quite high there and um, he's got the whole of the midfield just to run through um, Romelu doesn't do anything to stop him at all and um, nor does Bednarik, I mean, they're allowed to just sort of pass it around the um, around the box there there's, there's several occasions that Livremento not just not getting physical enough Um against, is it, Harvey Barnes?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, I mean, Madison getting getting back on the ball, uh, yeah, he, like you said, he puts Livermento on, on the deck. Really, I mean, it's not really a challenge at all. I might as well just lie down there, to be honest. <laughs> um, and man, he just got enough time and space to get on his right. And I, I don't know how he saw that as an opportunity, because I mean, I kind of looked maybe I was thinking that maybe Maka was just um, just didn't have a good angle on it because there's a couple of players in front of him. And, uh, but no, you can you can see him take the shot off, all right. So he, he does have the time.
1: Yeah. This is what I'm um, saying that with McCarthy over on that post a little bit more, it would take the option yeah. away from James Madison. Madison would have to put the ball in, in, in you know low and hard into the box, and anything can happen there. But that that's his only other option at that point.
2: But, but I mean, he gets it past both Bednarik and Romelu, and it just sort of um, glides in above his ankle. He should be getting his um... getting
1: his hands on it. it getting his shin straight. I mean, it would just bounce straight into the post and back. Just stand in front of that post right there, and it would his gonads.
2: And he was. I mean, there was the, 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 the space to get it in was just just tiny. And he was again, it's a weird little guy.
1: Okay, so are you saying that there's more? you need to just put your hands up and say that was a great goal rather than uh, a bad one to concede. Um, I think it's a bad one to concede um, at
2: McCarthy's near post when it's just, you know, (laughs) there's just the tiniest of spaces to get it through. I mean, I don't know about goalkeeping technique. Maybe we should ask Tim about
1: that, what, what, what he should have done in that situation. From that point, I mean, I just mentioned that you felt it could slip away and I guess you wouldn't have been surprised if it, if it did slip away because Vardy was getting more involved as we would see Harvey Barnes was getting into, into great positions and he had that great chance. And that say from McCarthy was absolutely fantastic. Um, I, and I think I mentioned on the discord, Kev, that M- McCarthy's probably going to be remembered in this game for those errors that led to both of those goals. But, he did do some wonderful things in this game, and that save on Harvey Barnes was just incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, I thought it was going wide at first, but um, then on the replays, you see that. Oh, well, yeah, Mac
1: has just uh, pulls off a, a master save with his fingertips to take it wide of the post. From that point, though, it was a bit sloppy, wasn't it? There for both teams, I think it was at yeah, that that two-two point, and there was just bad passes, there was bad tackles flying around, and yeah, Kyle Walker Peters was was a bit sloppy, and then that was the one that, <clears throat> excuse me, that led to the um, the Vardy, the, the one-on-one with Maka. It was a silly, oh. silly back pass from the Kyle walker Is and not like him. Yeah, back pass think,
2: that goes into straight into Salisu's arse. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really, really strange ones. He doesn't quite know that uh, your man's there, but Vardy's very quick spotter and dashes straight through one-on-one, but yeah, <laughs> just just kind of scuffs it, doesn't he?
1: Thank God. Um Overall, though, Kevin, it was a I, d- I suppose we do have to take the positives out of this. And it was a very, very good first half. Just didn't do enough to keep the lead. But that's you know, that's been the, the theme all season. And, and my worry is that, you know, Brendan Rogers made the changes at the break and it worked for them. And, and Ralph didn't again. It's these half times that every other manager seems to be able to deal with, uh, you know, deal with us. We saw it against Norwich. We can't we, we can start games really well. We can eke out leads we just can't hang on to them. It's it's almost as if he believes his plan A will be enough when it's clearly not. And, you know, other managers, every single manager, you know, they have those halftime tweaks and, and they get back into the games and they find a way to win. I, I, I guess it's just I just have to ask the question, are we too easy to play against after halftime, Kevin?
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean, all it took was them... Um... They brought on that uh, youngster Kieran Dewsbury Hall, which to me sounds like some sort of student accommodation.
1: Dewsbury <laughs> Hall, yes. <laughs> I um, thought it was I thought that was interesting. They had to bend his name around the whole top of the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like what's the name? Valer Valid, of Hesel bank what was his
2: name?
1: Yang Venegar of Hesselink, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, but anyway, yeah, he was he was um, looking quite a handful. He was okay, yeah. He was involved in the build-up to the to the Vardy, uh, sorry, to the uh, Madison goal. Yeah, and you think you've got to anticipate some kind
2: of changes that Leicester um, or any team are going to make, and then bring on uh, an early substitution to try and counter that. And he did um, bring on Breuer Vitella.
1: That was only in, in the 65th minute, though
2: yeah but i mean
1: you know you're either gonna make your
2: uh so you're gonna make your change at half time or you know around the sixty minute mark and they did' own, they did score in the forty ninth minute mm-hmm. yeah so i mean you you can't really fault him there i mean i i kind of understand that if it if it had, it was clearly working up up to that point um what can you do but not fix it if
1: it's not broken not not necessarily change players but just change the system a little bit more to shore it up a little bit or just see how the game's unfolding because it, I, I just get the impression that we co- you know if it had been 2-2 at half time, then nothing would have changed if we'd have been losing 2-1 nothing would have changed and as it were we were winning 2-1 that's correct yeah and nothing changed i just don't feel like he's got that there that to to, to say look we've got the lead Let's let's do so. Not necessarily change the players, not all the personnel. Let's just shore this lead up a little bit more, um, mm. and 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 you know, do something to to prevent that. Because we know that Rodgers is going to make these changes. There's going to be they're going to come at us in the second half, and automatically that happened straight away, didn't it? They they went and and got the equalizer, and it's that point there that you think, well, Saints don't have enough to come back from this then because we're fucked. They're just too tired, and then by then. Ralph doesn't make his changes until late. It's, it's too late for that. Yeah, and
2: it's how they scored the equaliser as well. Um, again, we, we were still um, pressing quite high up the pitch, and uh, that means that they can get behind quite easily. Um, well, again,
1: Madison, like I say, you might as well have rolled out a red carpet across the midfield. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not enough. There's just not enough work in the second half. Nathan's then, Nathan Teller and Nathan Redmond, they came into the side, Kev. Uh, Teller was one that, like we've mentioned, that felt like we needed more time and, and he got that. I'm just not sure it was a performance of note from him. I mean, he kept his place for Brighton too, which was a, you know, why, why, why is he doing that? Redmond was fine. Okay, that's it. You know, he got the, got the assist for Adams. I just felt there wasn't enough, wow, well, it just didn't do enough in the game in the second half anyway. Teller's passing was really, really poor, by the way. I don't, I don't know if you've looked at his stats. But he wasn't really offering anything and yeah and the stats will back that up. But he was the one who got taken off in the sixty fifth minute for broyer But yeah, your your thoughts on the on the Nathans. I thought it was interesting uh, putting
2: Teller on corners. Um don't know if he thinks he's just got a, a better left foot than Prousey, But um or you know, whether it was just to kind of throw them off a little bit, but I mean it, whatever. The idea was it seemed seemed to have worked there, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, he was looking lively at the beginning and then just fizzled out um, after the first half an hour or so. Um, Redmond, on the other hand, th- I thought he was con- consistently very good. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, just what, what's the word? Good, good progression.
1: Definitely. Um, I think, like I said, I think Redmond was fine. I don't think he was great. I don't think he was poor. I just think he was fine. He was there, got the assist. Um, I just don't think in the second half he was, I just don't think he was involved enough. Teller and, uh, Redmond. Adam Armstrong, Kev, is not really firing like we hoped. Played, well, I guess he played himself out of the Brighton game, didn't he, in this one? Uh, and I don't think he, he did as much as, as Shea did. Uh, one thing you do get from him, though, is high energy, because you know he's gonna—he's just gonna put the work in, and he will do what Ralph wants him to do for sure. But he only had one shot, and he—I he, don't think he got involved enough, especially in that second half. Do you know he had the fewest touches in the whole of the um outfield starters as well, Adam Armstrong, which is—which is a bit of a worry when you want him to score some goals. Bro, Broglie needs to be starting over him. That—that's that, where I'm getting at, because we need goals, and Broglie's doing it. Adam Armstrong isn't. It's worrying, I suppose, because mm. Adam Armstrong is supposed to be
2: our long-term solution. And Broya I certainly is not. <laughs> Broya is going to be here for one season, by the looks of
1: things. Mm. And while we're on Broya, you know, he only had 25 minutes against Leicester to show us something. And in, in a tight, scrappy game at that point as well, it was going to be tough for him. But, he, I mean, he ran. I mean, he finished the game with the best passing percentage. I'm convinced that he needs to be starting until further notice. it's it just it should just be a question of who partners him up front now. Yeah, Che Yeah. You yeah. you're you're set on Che and you and now, you don't
2: you Yeah don't I like, feel... like
1: them. That. Okay, that's fine. Um do you have any stats from this game, Kevin?
2: Um just the usual. Overall. Um it's 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 a really even match. Uh, fifteen shots in total each. Mm. Um Seven on target for us and six for Leicester. Um, We had an XG of 1.75, they had an XG of 1.25. Possession, uh, they were dominant in possession, 55%. Wow. Uh, And yeah, Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stats are dribbles, 14 to 12, tackles, 12 to
1: 11, Um, all show that it's quite an.
2: Um quite an even match.
1: Okay, so that, that just proves that a two two was quite uh, deserved for both teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, Leicester seemed to
2: make them more out of uh less likely chances than we did. But hence, I mean, hence the XG, yeah. They've got, you know, much more dangerous attacking players like Vardy, like Madison, um Barnes. And but know, Asimov, Luke, Lukeman, who was I think he was lucky to stay on the pitch I mean he mm, uh, oh, yes yeah he picked up a, a yellow card um, and then shortly after that he gets a, a tackle on Carl Capinas, which I think he should have really been booked for but mm. uh, yes so referee erring on the side of caution shall we say uh, man of the match, Kev. Do you want me to go first? Because I know
1: you're you're Please. struggling with this one. That's okay, I'm idea. I'm going to keep it nice, brief, simple. I'm going to give it to Che because um because of his work rate. You know, he had four shots, three of them on target. He got one goal. Um, yeah, I I, I think I think Che for me, simple.
2: I went into this being torn about whether or not um I could give it to Bednarek or to to Redmond because I oh, was impressed. I was really really glad that he was back. Um, I'm going to again, slightly out of pity, uh, but also because a bit direct goal is definitely a rare thing, and even rarer when we get even a point out of them. And I, I'll give it to Yannick.
0: Okay. In that this is Klaus Lindenkrumm, and you are listening to In That Number.
1: We're going to move on to Brighton. Then it was a. Wow, it's a bloody painful game. It was just an awful one to watch. It wasn't a great game. One-one. Um, uh, Armando Broya with a little gem, uh, and a ninety-eighth-minute equaliser from Neil Mope. I fucking hate that guy. I want to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what a soul destroyer that was. Hey, eh? what a way to bloody lose it. I say lose it, but just you know, to lose the the three points like that, like that. Yeah, again, and
2: it was a great first half from Saints. Uh, should have had them dead and buried by half-time, couldn't close the game out, conceded late, and again, we've dropped points, and it feels like a loss.
1: Yeah, and like I said, a dreadful game. I I just couldn't enjoy it, Kevin, and I think think it was the only time, a home game this season, where I've just felt like I didn't want to be there. It was just, I just didn't feel it at all, just not feeling anything in that game. It was just, and now, you You know, even going into it, I just thought, oh God, I just didn't feel comfortable with it. And, you know, it was just full of drama. It was one of those horrible games that it was like, you know, we're not playing great at the moment. Brighton aren't, they're they're on a bit of a slide and, you know, Graham Potter's been getting a lot of stick for some reason. And now after the game, there's a MACA fallout and it's just, it's full of drama and I just don't need it this time of year. So, you know, of course it is with this football club. You know, we, we'd expect nothing less, but, uh, 1-1, it just, I, I hate draws as, as you know and to lose it like that, it was just, yeah. The, the journey home was horrible. It was very, very bad. And I, I just couldn't, yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to get, get going for it. I just, I just sat there mute for most of the game because it was just a bit of a blur. Um, but forget about me. <laughs> the, the changes that Ralph had made then, he made two. One of them was forced, of course, because Bednarik injured, uh, he's got a calf injury from the, uh, from the Leicester game. Mm. Um, Jack Stevens not quite ready to start. So he, you know, he got on the bench, which was nice to see. Um, Lianco back in, which, again uh, it was nice to see him back um adam armstrong dropped for Broya. great this is exactly what i wanted again so are you're you happy with those changes uh yeah
2: yeah definitely it's a you know a much bearing in mind the the injury situation i think that's probably about the best we could we could hope for yeah we taylor and redmond bory adams Remain with perhaps Salisa and Janko and Livermento and Luke, Cole, yes.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, they're the best parents in each of those positions, I think. Um, possibly, but I mean, I don't think that uh, Teller played well enough to, to get the start again, but then again, who would I have started over him? It certainly wouldn't have been Walcott, that's for sure. Maybe um, um. Yeah, I mean, he was brilliant when he came on in both matches, wasn't he? But... You know, it, it, it was a spark that we needed, right? It was somebody, somebody that can run, somebody that can do something different. But, uh, uh, Teller has done nothing in these last two games. Uh, it's always the way with Teller. He's like, he, he, he's out of the team and you scream for him to start. When he starts, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do enough. If we had a broyer in the middle of the park, that would be perfect because the guy will, you know, it's something different. Someone that's going to run yeah. at you and, and we you know. Stuart Armstrong we are so missing. much this season. We are. We are. It's it's, it's a shame. But, yeah, you mentioned it, another case of not being able to hang on to a lead, another one that should have been over. A second one would have won it for us, I'm sure. Uh, and let's not forget, right, that Brighton finished the game with 10 men. So this is even more gutting. Um, and when those 10 minutes went up, we didn't manage the, the game well at all. Uh, we just switched off and we took them for granted and... and, and it's, it's a shame because Brighton didn't look like scoring at all in that game. They had a couple of like half chances, but nothing major. And Macca didn't really have to do anything major. Um, but yeah, when when those ten minutes went up, just when Trussard went down injured, I could see Shay was going over and having a word with Salisu. He was he was having a word with with Lianco. getting those players up and ready for it. It was like I, I was looking and thinking, this is this is what we need. It's like Shea's quite a silent guy he's not really someone that you would you would see as a captain or a leader but he was doing a bloody good job there just trying to get it, get his you know the players focused not that it fucking worked because of course we didn't we didn't uh switch on and what happened at the end of the game was a complete farce it was a joke it was just embarrassing and kevin we controlled the 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 pace of the game really uh, especially the open 20 minutes or so because we created all the chances and we. Just couldn't grab that second goal. At this situation, when you're one nil up, you're controlling a game against Brighton they don't look like they're going to score much. What would you do? What would you do in this situation? We're one new up. You're in a winning position. How do you take advantage when you're on top? Do you go for it or do you sit back and defend? Would you roll the dice, bring on another player, try and get that second goal? Because at the moment, we're not doing that. We're not getting those goals that are taking us, you're giving us that breathing space. If you were a manager, what would you do to do that?
2: I think, you know, we could for about an hour, um, trying the same thing, trying to get second. Um at that point, I think you need to bring on a distraction piece for. Uh, what streaker? Ah, uh, yeah. Just um, you know, Shane Long's there uh, in the squad to just get him to get his kit off and uh, run <laughs> around, run around the pitch. Schlong. Um, schlong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, with or without his kit on. Um. You know, I, th- I think Long can do that. Um. Uh, you can distract, can't he? Um.
1: Oh, yeah. Gianpao is good for it. Jennifer you know he wasn't on the bench, was he? It's no. just like, I, I just want us to take advantage of these situations when we're on top. And I, I can't help but shake the feeling that, oh, when we miss a chance and we're winning a game and we're dominating a game, it's like, this is going to come back and bite us in the ass. And it usually does. I mean, is this just at this point, is it a player mentality thing? It's like, we don't know how to defend leads. Is it Ralph's tactics? I mean, you can look at this, like 71 points dropped in Ralph's reign. It has to stop. We cannot keep doing this. It's just, it's not good enough. You want to stay yeah. in this league, you can't drop points like that. You need to pick up points when you are on top. If you, it's okay if you, if you're, you don't, you're not deserving of it. But when we are, because we are, I mean, we were, when we were leading against Leicester, we deserved it. we were winning against Brighton, we deserved it, and we come up with nothing again. Well, I say nothing. We come up with a point when we should be having three. It's how do we change this mentality? It's got, it's, something's got to change.
2: Yeah, again, we've got uh, like for like substitutions in the 81st and 84th minute. It's too late. We, yeah, well, not only is it too late, um, we just need to do something, change the formation slightly, and, sh- and shore it up a little bit earlier than that. Um, bring off one of Shea or Breuer for Diallo, for example. And just have an absolute wall that they're, they're not going to be able to get through. You can, you know, bollock around in the midfield for the last 10 minutes, tapping it around. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brighton didn't really offer anything in, i in, say in the second half, didn't really offer much in the first half. Right?
1: No, no. And that's what's, what's more gutting about it as well. Um, and the whole Maka situation, you know, when we had that stoppage in play for, for the Trossard injury, Ralph had the chance to change things up. He didn't do it. And um, we could have talked to Maka then. He didn't do it. Um, We switched off, you know, and yeah, he took to the 80th minute to make a change. And then he still had that one in hand for the end of the game as well. But it's, it, it the whole game reminds, it just, it just stinks of bad decisions throughout, not just from the manager, but from the players. And, but you know, we started well again, and and let's talk about something positive a little bit first, Kev, because Broya, it was a lovely goal, and it all stemmed from a poor goal kick from Sanchez, and Lianco, quickest to react, and Redmond flicks the header into the path of Broya, and you know, and he does the rest, and it's just, oh, it's a cool finish, and Shane Duffy's on his ass, you know, outside outside of the right boot, composure, I loved it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment, and yeah, deserved yeah. lead as well. Little dummy,
2: first of all. So cheeky as well. And, and cool. And yeah, really strange technique
1: with the outside of the right foot. There to yeah, well, it, it worked, out. didn't it? Because it had, had yeah. me completely like, what? <laughs> love <laughs> it. I, Kev, I really, really love that goal. I do. Everything about it, it was just it's just bro, yeah? It's yeah, such, I, I such love, a love nice goal.
2: If they could, you know, get the ball to him on the break a little bit more
1: often... Um, he'd be scoring a little more often. He had some chances as well, didn't he? Not just the goal, but he caused the defence problems throughout. And he led the team in XG, as you'd imagine. He had four shots and three on target. And there was another chance that he had. He just pulled wide of the post, and he didn't quite connect as well as he should have done. Um, but we just couldn't find that goal for the breathing room at this point. And, you know, but Broyer was probably the most likely candidate, and he was just a handful for that Brighton defence.
2: He could have been on a hat trick for half time. Yeah. A couple of just incredible runs. And they like said, yeah, that, that, that shot that you put wide after beating how many defenders have done that? How many? The goal
1: that, that, uh, Brighton scored, Kevin, there's a lot to talk about here. Oh, um, and fuck me. I mean, Trossard goes down with that elbow injury. I mean, I didn't really see the challenge. I just thought it was his leg or something, but there was a, there was a lengthy stoppage, um, which, which caused the 10 minutes of stoppage time. But in this time that you're, You know, you're regrouping. You know that you've only got minutes left. You just need to manage this game, see it out. And that was criminal from James Ward-Prowse. It was it was awful. At this stage of the game, you need to clear. Just hoof it up the field. Just get it out. Go towards the corner flag. Just boot it away. I don't know what he was trying to do with that. I mean, he just, like, passed it into the middle of the field where, I mean, you know Brighton are committing everyone forward, right? So you know that they're going to, have to just shoot on sight, and and uh, you know if if, if James Ward-Prowse had that ball ninety nine more times, then I am sure he would not have done the same thing with it. It was just that one time that he did, and um, he gives Yeah, it mean, away. he's
2: just not been the same this season, really, has he?
1: He hasn't. No, since that suspension, since his Iron Man streak has is mm. gone, he just seems to be a different different player. And then even before that,
2: I mean, the, this season we've been criticizing pretty much since the beginning of the season that you know. Whenever James Ward-Prowse steps up to take a free kick now, um, we don't really expect anything from
1: him. Well, he had one yesterday. I didn't expect him to shoot from it. To be honest, I thought he was going to whip it in the box, but he was. Um, he was sure he's going to have a shot, but you know, it was close. But yeah, Romeo gives the free kick away, and this is the this is the the point, right? Mac is injured. Ralph knows he's injured. He knows he's injured. He's he's having players taking goal kicks for him. You know he's having discussions with Kai Walker Peters. Um, and he needs Ward Prowse to cover for him and leaves Mopay, which just leaves him on side by a mile. And it's it's just a complete fuck up in all areas, isn't it? And it's just uh, this is the way that we drop points. It's like you have to come up with more exciting ways to do it. <laughs> it's like what else can we do to fuck things up? It's Who's to blame for this goal, Kevin? Is it is this macca or is this Ralph, or is this um, just James Wood Prowse, or is it is it Ramayu for giving the free kick? Yeah, definitely. But I, I think, it, it,
2: yeah, well, we had this discussion right at the beginning of the podcast that it's an absolutely ridiculous situation that shouldn't happen. If macca's is injured, you should go off. Not rocket science. And then you can blame you know whoever's at fault. But yeah, as for not seeing out games it's partly the discipline in the team and partly Ralph not being able to adapt. And um, I, I think it's unfair to say he hasn't got a plan B because, you know, you should be able to attack and defend in any game. But uh, just, yeah, changing the shape and shit-housing your way to a win. I mean, we've done it a couple of times this season. We against Villa, didn't
1: like, we? Mm. Did it against Villa? Did it against Leeds? Did it against Watford? Well, the Leeds um, one was different, I feel, because I don't think Leeds were ever going to score. But the, the, you know, the the Villa threat
2: never going to fucking score, but <laughs> they did. But that's true. Yeah. Training camp to Burnley just to learn how to shit out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just so it's just so fucking bad. It's just another way to to, to drop points. Is that they have to do it. Uh, and now we've got Macker out and Forster's out next week against Arsenal. We're gonna have, you know, gonna have to go Harry Lewis. He's, this could be, it could be for a few weeks too as well. You know, we don't. We've got lots of games coming up, and this is gonna be a massive, massive time for Harry Lewis. It's, it's you know, pressure situation or what? Salisu as well has got got the suspension. It's a horrible time to be playing Arsenal right now, and it's um. Yeah, it's um it's not ideal. But um have you got any stats on this game, Kev?
2: I believe that there were fourteen uh, shots each. Yeah. Uh of which four were on target each. hmm And at Brighton, which I believe it had more possession.
1: Yeah, that that does surprise me. That really does. But um have you seen the XG in this game, Kev? I haven't, no. A One point four each, which also is yeah. very surprising. Right. Because, you know, we, we spent the whole pod just saying how Saints dominated this game. And, you know, they had the same amount of shots, same amount of shots on target. They weren't at their best in possession. And, you know, the keepers had to make three saves out of the four shots. And yet, you know, we're down on possession and we're level on XG. It's just a weird, weird game and it's one one of these games Kev that I just want to forget about when we do our end of season review it's going to be like shit I don't remember that Brighton game that's what I want to happen I mean that that protocol was definitely coming Um, yeah amazing three
2: three saves each right Mm -hmm. and four shots on target yeah each one goal each Um, yeah but I mean I can remember most of um, our shots that were saved because it was Breyer, had a couple right at the beginning. Broyer scored one, and Adams with the with the follow up also Sanchez <laughs> saved that one. Mm-hmm. That was it.
1: <laughs> what about um, Brighton? Oh, Trossard had a shot, didn't he? That was saved. trossard had a um, two, I believe, or was it Basuma that had one? He had a no. I know Trossard had a half volley that um, uh, uh, par- he parried out for a corner. McCarthy and I think Basuma, Basuma had, a, had a shot as well, which was well saved by Matt Maker.
2: Mwepu sent one straight to Maka. Mm.
1: So there you go. Accounted for. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's, that's your, Wepu, that's your it? game, guys. That's it. That's all that happened. We should have just said that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we should have to go through all this.
1: Yeah. Uh, controversy and drama. Kevin, Kevin, man of the match, mate. Yeah, I okay. know. This one's
2: much, much easier. Uh, Breuer, every day of the week. I mean, he was Me just incredible.
1: Incredible. I wouldn't go as far as to say incredible, but I, I will go as far as to say that he was the only reason I smiled yesterday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's it. So, yeah, bro, you for me. Well, um, for the first 30 minutes, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, two points in the week. Not what we wanted or probably deserved, to be honest. I'm 14th in the table, three wins, seven draws, five losses on 16 points. But, look, I mean, at least we're not Everton, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and we've Whoa. got a big game coming up next week at Arsenal. <laughs> okay, we move on to the Arsenal game next week then, and we welcome back T. Bizzle. Tim.
0: Tim, how are you this week? I don't know how that nickname came about, but. Uh, it was it Kevin. Not, but- it was obviously Kevin. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, things are, things are decent. I just got, uh, Invisalign. So uh my teeth hurt a little bit and I have will be wearing these for about a year.
1: Oh really? A year?
0: Yeah. Well if it helps about Tim, a year you don't sound like you got a
1: lisp. You sound,
0: if, if, if it helps, you sound like if it doesn't help, you sound like
1: Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: sound fine, Tim. It's all good. it's it's, it's, it's good. It's good. I was concerned about that. I didn't know how it was gonna how it was gonna be just overall. Anyway, yesterday, uh,
1: well, I, I guess we could say Wednesday. Uh, point deserved Wednesday against
0: Leicester, or you know, two points dropped. A point earned, opportunity missed to go to go ahead. But I think if you came out with the end of it and said, "Well, uh, we played really well against Leicester and didn't hold back. Ever entertaining game, and it ended up being a draw." Yeah, that's that's to be expected. Brighton yesterday, Tim.
1: How were you feeling after that one?
0: Oh man, that hurt. That yeah. Hurt really bad. I, I I I haven't felt hurt like that in a while. Watching the watching the game, watching the Southampton, uh, I just haven't felt that way. And I feel like they they had it, and Neil Malpai, being the little bitch that he is, came through in the He's end. He's
1: a twat, he? He's a proper
0: dickhead. And him, him and Perez. Play play. Yeah, they'd be the first against the wall. <laughs> it, it just hurt <clears throat> to be able to give up. like, um, And now you're getting so many different things coming about. Attitude is completely different. Yeah, and while we're on that, I just want to ask you, like
1: the, the whole Ralph uh, post-match interview with the, with the blaming of, of Maka for the injury, where do you stand on this? Like, where, where's the blame for you? Because, I mean, Maka... He was visibly injured, right? Because he was getting Lianko to take these goal kicks for him. He was having discussions with Kai Walker-Peters. He used James Ward-Prowse to, to block the free kick. But, you know, we, we had those 10 minutes when, when Trossard went down. Ralph uh, didn't make a substitution because he said he didn't know the extent of McCarthy's injury. But he must have known at some point that, that, that something wasn't right. So where does the blame... Where do you put the blame? Would you put it on, on Macca or do you put it on, on Ralph?
0: So being a keeper myself, the last thing you want to do is be taken out. Uh, you also feel like you're, you're responsible for being able to play. And it, there's a whole bunch of different emotions you can have McCarthy wanting to do that, but ultimately not communicating with your manager that you are, if you are injured or that if the seriousness of it, if you feel that you cannot be 100% and not go, uh, and you have a sub, that's the other case. There was a sub available. Now, if they gave up and he got injured and this was after in your third sub, then completely different story. But he has the sub available and that's on McCarthy first and then it's on, it's secondarily on, on Ralph at that point.
1: Yeah, it's just a it's just a horrible situation in
0: in in all, isn't it? Just a way another way to fuck it up. Yeah, and the problem is now is that we have two keepers that are out injured, and we don't know for the extent or how long. And we're we're literally talking about emergency loans at this point, which mm-hmm. are fun to consider or think about, and not in a in like a football manager perspective, but not as a team that you're rooting for consistently.
1: Yeah, and on that, we, we go to Arsenal next week, and which is what you're here for, um, which is Saturday, next Saturday, Saturday the 11th of December, 3pm kickoff, um, Arsenal, of course. Nickname? The Arses. Yeah. Not quite.
0: The Gunners, the Spanners.
1: The, the Gunners, the Gunners, yeah, we'll take that.
0: Uh, you got any famous fans there, guys? God, like everybody, everybody who's something.
1: John Chalice, is, a, yeah. John Chalice, is he, is he an <laughs> Arsenal fan?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I didn't
2: know that. Oh yeah. That cunt that used to be the editor of the mirror. Yeah, you're um, thinking of Piers More. Yeah, I didn't want to say his name.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the the cunt was, was better, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anybody else at all? I mean, I always throw in a couple of Americans in there for Tim because I, I don't know if that's um Something that he cares about. But you've got Matt Damon and Kevin Costner. Apparently they're big Arsenal fans. Jay-Z as well. He's a big Arsenal fan, apparently. Wow. But yeah. 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 There we go, Tim. Um, and we've got Samo Farah. Is he a sir? I don't know. I've just, maybe I've just given him that, but I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. Samo Farah. Mick Jagger, uh, and, uh, Idris Elba, uh, Arsenal fans. But who gives a shit, right? Because Tim, we've got, we've got no Bednarik. We've got, no McCarthy. We've got no Forster. We've got a rookie goalkeeper in. Uh, and probably, I don't know, if we, are we going to have a rookie an, another goalkeeper on the bench? Who knows at this point? Um, we've got no Armstrong still. We don't know when he's back. We've got Solisu suspended. And we've got the confidence that has just been dropped after that just demoralizing point against Brighton, we have to go to the Emirates, and we have to play Arsenal. And let's face it, they're looking pretty good late, uh, lately. They're, they're fifth in the league at the moment, and they had a real humdinger against Man United in the week. Um, so how is this one going to unfold? Because this is fucking crucial. I mean, it, it, it could be Harry Lewis for a few weeks still, and we've got a lot of games in
0: December. Yeah. Oh, man, this is not looking like the most ideal game out there. And Man United uh, beat them Arsenal on 12-2. So it was kind of a kind of a shit show of a game if you took a look at it and it was Michael Carrick's last as caretaker and United now are up 1-0 against uh, Crystal Palace at home. Um so they it's it's a tough but ultimately Arsenal have been coming back uh back up after having been terrible for the first four or five games of the year. Um and their formations are Pretty much have been staying the same, and we've seen some stability when it comes to their lineups. You're looking at uh, Partey, uh, Saka, ESR, all generally starting for their team.
1: And Saka's
0: just come back from injury, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. So, and then you've got some really good additions over the last year. That I think Tomiyasu is one of the most under the radar addition. That he's completely solidified their right back. When they were shitting on Bellerin all that, all time last year. He looks good. He just, he, he's just come in and he's been a no nonsense, n- didn't bring any hype with him. And all of a sudden, bam, they solidified it and it's doing really well. So, and you've got even, you've got Nuno Tavares who's up, upstage Tierney right now, which is crazy to think about because Tierney is, I mean, there, a lot of people are saying it, he's going to be their new captain, uh, once PEA leaves. So ultimately that and then Ramsdale, wow uh he has been fantastic mm. and many did not think that was going to be a good move coming into the year and it's paying off so we'll see how Leno, what looks like for Leno but you could see him going in the summer and wow uh you know who knows but Saka did come out against Everton uh or excuse me Saka did come out against Newcastle recently and he did play against uh he did play against United though so we'll see what happens, and we'll see that they're going to go with their traditional 4 2 3, one I think you're going to be looking at Ramsdale, uh, Tomiyasu, Ben White, Gabriel, and Nuno Tavares, unless Tierney, they want to rotate there. Uh, you're going to be probably looking at, like, Thomas Partey, Lokonga, or Odegaard, uh, alongside Neil Smith Rowe, who has pretty much solidified his starting, re- uh, starting position as well. Uh, Saka, if he can go, and PEA. Alongside, uh, you're looking at like Lacazette, maybe even Martinelli coming in and, but not Pepe, who's been kind of a failed signing. What's going to be the key battle? It's Arsenal. So their movement and their fluidity, uh, they, it generally catches people out, especially on the counters. So whomever is on the wings, uh, that's usually going to be, uh, ESR or Osaka from what my expected lineup is. Uh, they're going to be the ones who are going to try and catch us out. And that, to me, is what scary, scares me the most. Although I do think we'll have, I mean, we'll live from Mento and KWP on the wings. They might create more of a narrower approach. Um, we don't know because we've got, we'll have what looks like our lineup being Harry Lewis. So us is some other, uh, some, some other uh, goalie that we get on emergency loan. Otherwise, it's then um, go ahead. Yeah, I
2: mean, I mean, Jack Bycroft's going to have to come in from well,
0: from the B team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd think so. To I'll
2: come on the bench. That's mm-hmm. going
0: to be weird. Yeah, Lewis and Bycroft. Livermento and our only fit and capable playing backs would be Stevens, and let's hope he does come back. And he was on the bench, so you say I think they'll be prepping for him.
1: Fit me. and capable, yeah. I don't know if he's, if he's, he's not quite a match fit, because if he had been, he would have started against Brighton, surely, but. You know, yeah, no, no, Bednarek, no Salisu. He's going to have to come straight in, isn't he, with, um, Mm -hmm. with Lianco.
0: Yeah. So Lianco and Stevens, Kyle Walker, Peters, Ward Prowse, Diallo, since Romeo's out. We'll look at probably, uh, I'm going to look at like Elenusi and Tella. Then no Redmond or maybe, no, no I'm sorry nope nope never mind I take that back Redmond and Teller <laughs> uh, and then Adams and Broya
1: yeah uh, no I'm just I'm just concerned <laughs> about Teller as well to be honest I don't know if um if Teller's done enough he didn't do I thought he was awful against Leicester and I don't think he did enough against Brighton he was the one that substituted wasn't he in the, in the Leicester game for Broya um, <sighs> dare, dare I say do we bring Walcott back in do we, do we bring Elianusi in from the start Elianusi and Redmond. I don't know. I I just, I'm not, I'm not convinced that Tella's done enough to, to to get a start again.
0: I could definitely see that, but I think, I think they're going to want to have some kind of continuity. And once again, that's just a, you never know. It could be, Mm. it's crapshoot and it could be, you know, it could be Moy, it could be Tella, it could be, you know, Redmond, it could be some of the, any of those could be out in comparison to the rest. And what I'm just hoping Walcott doesn't start. That's all. (laughs) So with
1: all these injuries and with all these suspensions and with all the, the you know the drama that's going on at the club right now, and we've got to go to Arsenal, who aren't in bad form, let's say. What's the score going to be here then? Because it's a real difficult one to to predict. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if Saints came and and just put in a fantastic performance and held out for a 0-0 draw, you know, or something something like that. I I can't see them scoring. At all at the Emirates, so I think the best thing that we can do is go there and hope for a nil-nil draw. But I just think they're going to be a little bit too much for us with all the suspensions, all the injuries, and I just think that, you know the confidence is, is, is low at the moment. So I'm going to take a two-nil Arsenal when I'm afraid.
2: Okay, yeah, I think all things considered, that wouldn't actually be too bad a result, really, would it? Um, uh, considering we don't have a first-team goalkeeper. No, you as well. That's a, that's a massive loss. All of that considered, uh, I, I don't I don't think it's going to go well for us. I don't think it's going to be an enjoyable match. Please prove me wrong, but uh, I think we're going to uh, go out and lose. I don't think we're going to score. I think we're going to
1: lose 3-0. That's a big loss. 3-0. Yeah. Tim, please tell me Kevin's wrong. Uh, no, I got the exact same scoreline. Oh, uh, 3-0. Alex, uh, he's going 3-1 to Arsenal, so... Everyone's going for a free Arsenal goals. Um, apart from me. So, yeah, 3 1 Arsenal for Alex. Uh, and the, the wives, oh, Gemma's going 0 0, obviously. Um, and what about Marina, Kevin? Uh, Marina says 2 0 Arsenal.
2: She goes with you.
1: Yeah, she knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Abby? Uh, four-one. 4 1. Wow. <laughs> Fucking <yeah. laughs> hell. Um, and Caitlin is this is crazy Caitlin says 2-1 to Saints alright yes someone's got to predict the Saints win right? well done Caitlin if you're listening I doubt you are but yes this is excellent we like it um, yes that is it so uh, Arsenal next week then Tim uh, thank you very much for today um, and we will chat with you uh, next week where we have two games to, to preview looking forward to it really <laughs> Yeah. cheers care, Tim see you me. later mate All right. Cheers, back Tim Hi,
2: I'm Matt Latissier, and thank you for listening to In That Number.
1: OK, welcome back to Extra Time. Um, and we'll kick off the Extra Time segment with the predictions, as always. Uh, from the Leicester game, I went 2-1 Leicester, you went 1-1, Tim went 1-0 Leicester, and Alex went, went 2-1 Leicester, um, so of course it was a 2-2 two, two draw so the only person to pick up a point there was was you and you picked up two kevin so that extended your lead so alex at the back on six followed by tim on 10 me on 15 and you stonking away with it uh 26 uh yeah nice nice kevin However, Brighton (laughs) happened since then, and I went for a 1-1 draw, which was right, by the way. Uh, You went for a 1-0 Saints win, which was very close. 98 minutes you were there. Oh god. Um, god. <laughs> Tim went for a 2-2 and Alex went for a 0-0. So everybody went for a draw but you, Kev, which means you didn't score any points, which leaves oh, the dude. score after Brighton. Alex at the back on 8 now. Tim has moved on to 12. Me, with my correct 5 points, have moved on to 20, but you are still in the lead by 6 points on 26. So. Mm, yeah, 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 little by little. Uh, there we go. Wife uh, Watts,
2: Kevin? The only person to predict a draw against Leicester was... Was Gemma. Was Gemma, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, with her uh, scoring her two points. And uh, the only woman to predict a draw against Brighton was...
1: Was Gemma again, was it? Was Gemma again, yeah. <laughs> um, so that she picks up four points, putting her on
2: 14 if I understand correctly.
1: Uh, I don't know. I haven't done any of it, but yeah, I had her on ten, so that would be.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she goes on up to fourteen. Uh, Abby and Clayton still on twelve, and Marina on seventeen.
1: Perfect. Um, okay. Super six. Then there have been two rounds in the week. Uh, round twenty four was won by Stephen Allen with fifteen points, uh, and round twenty five was won by Kevin, who won round twenty five. I was like, I can't have won it. I was even playing. You did? I did win round 25. I got a massive 21 points on round 25, actually. Good job. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, yeah, nine points off the jackpot, let me just say. Uh, but yeah, overall, Colin Carter uh, has taken, well, I say taken, he's going to take some stopping now. 207 points uh, for the overall lead for Colin Carter, which is brilliant. Uh, he's streaking away with it. Uh, fantasy football, Kevin? Yeah, you yeah. had a, a decent midweek uh, haul, didn't you? It did I did do all right in the, in the, in midweek? Yeah, seventy five, I think I got. Uh, yeah, spirit
2: of seventy six. That's that's a a good score. Seventy
1: six, um, yeah. Yeah, I
2: have a lot of similar similar players, but I
1: I have noticed that. that our midfield is very similar. But yeah, fifty six just for me that that's, week. It's um, just above
2: average, isn't it? Um, this week, how are you doing so far?
1: Uh, thirty-three, not too good. I mean, I made the right decisions with all my benches injured, so that that's good. I suppose uh, um, Gallagher's not, but um, he scored two, and I've got Cornet in, who scored one. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I think I made the right decisions with what I've got. To be honest, yeah, I've got thirty-nine
2: points so far.
1: No, oh, well don't. Um, Tony, Tony wasn't playing. No, he got me zero points, so I don't know what happens there. Yeah,
2: who's uh, just been subbed on, uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate, and he's got the card. All right, um, top of the league still Oliver boast uh, the Potters. He's got everyone's got a similar team these days, isn't mm. just team players. And um, top of the big league, um, yeah, why me, why not? Dave Phillips, Harco similar and Bobby Brown. Let's see how we did last week. 83, our uh, league leader got. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah his midfields
1: <laughs> This is on uh, mine, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, thank you very much. 63, is midfield scored. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So there you are. I don't know that I can say anything more. Excellent, Kevin. Uh,
1: Russian phrase.
2: Uh, yes. So, through sheer lack of imagination. Uh, this week's Russian phrase is «бушья». «Бушья».
1: «Бушья». «Бушья». And what does that mean? Yeah, which means «exes». «Exes». Uh, that's really difficult to say. Bushia. «I struggled with that one, Kevin. I'm not going to lie». Um, so, uh, a reminder then: if you appreciate what we do and you feel like you you would like to buy us a pint, then please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Um, and you can also be a member, um, and join us, uh, and our tears for beers. Um, As we mentioned at the top of the show, you can go on there and find out all the perks that that you can get coming your way. Um, Next week, Kevin, we'll be chatting the Arsenal defeat uh, and we'll be looking ahead. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Looking ahead to another double game week against Crystal Palace at Salhurst Park and our return home to Brentford. Two massive games the week after next. So, yes. um Until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints
0: please of the saints open oh, my Southampton.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network
0: With Lucky Lands Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere